Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hi, Boomer and Geo, coming in live for the Build Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. All right, so I'm looking forward to getting on the Acela this weekend. Yeah, heading down to Baltimore, man. Mm-hmm. Place where I love and uh, place uh, that you love uh, Baltimore. I do because you know, back when the Inner Harbor was first redone, uh, that's when I was at the University of Maryland. Yeah, and the University of Maryland has a lot of fans that live in and around the area of Baltimore. Obviously, of course, it makes sense, and uh, can't wait to get down there. And it was interesting; we had this discussion on Monday QB yesterday, right here on CBS Sports Network with Trent Green and Steve Berline, and we were talking about Lamar Jackson, and you know the kind of conundrum that he put the Ravens in last year. Yeah. Remember he had that bad knee and he was trying to get a contract and he didn't get a contract. He didn't have an agent. His mother was doing it and some other guy was, I, you know. It was a mess. It was a, it was a mess. And, you know, John Harbaugh, through all of it, was supportive of his quarterback, you know, kind of really tried to, you know, kind of massage the whole situation and everything. And then Lamar gets his new contract. And then he comes back this year, and all anybody could talk about is the failures that he has had in the playoffs. He was 1-3 and three up until last week's game. He had thrown seven interceptions, had seven turnovers, had four touchdowns, you know, all those kind of bad numbers. And we, we felt like going into last week that he was going to have a huge game. And he was not only going to have a huge game, you know, on – through the air, but it's going to be on the ground more so. He only threw for like 152 yards. I don't think I don't think he was totally happy with their passing game, but he does what Lamar does. And, and Todd Munkin, their offensive coordinator, their new offensive coordinator, you know, called the right plays for him and utilized his his running ability. And I just think, and I was telling these guys yesterday, I just think like he's a different guy this year. Like he has got so much confidence going for him right now. It's so much so that you know he exploded at halftime. Yeah, I remember that he said before the season, and we kind of chuckled at it, to be honest, that he wanted to throw for 5,000 yards in this new offense. And, you know, he didn't get there. He didn't get to 4,000 yards. But he knew that things were going to be different in the passing game for him with Todd Munkin. And they have been. And he's fulfilled it all the way to this point. Now, here's the reality. You got the number one seed. You've been kicking everybody's ass. You beat an upstart. Rookie quarterback and rookie head coach that came into your building. Gave you a little bit of hell in the first half, but then you you pulled away. If you don't win this game, it doesn't mean anything. Your new contract, how you played, all that stuff. If big bad Patrick Mahomes comes in and slaps you around again, well then, tough. You're a loser, just like you have been. Just, just like you have been. I'm sorry. This is this. When you get to that level in the yeah. AFC, you got to do. Like Joe Burrow. He beat Patrick Mahomes. They didn't win the Super Bowl, but he beat him at least once. <clears throat> didn't beat him last year. Josh Allen has not been able to do it. And and now you've got 
Lamar Jackson is going to have to do it. You have to do it. I understand why you feel that way, and I understand why most people <laughs> feel this way. And it's one of the reasons why we're saying he's different. He's definitely different this year. Going in there, ripping into his teammates. I think he went to the Tom Brady School of Leadership, where it's okay to get mad and scream at your players uh, because you're the $250 million man. It's and you're your producing. Name. And you're the MVP. Right, and your name's going to be on the, you know, on the, uh, the headline. And they're asking you to do more than just throw it. You know, yeah. They're asking you to run it as well. And, you know, I again, you know, the reason he said he wanted to throw for 5,000 yards is because there's this reoccurring theme around him that he can't throw that well. And they've never had the explosive receivers around him. They tried a million receivers around him. Yeah. But now I, I, I think he's passed all of that nonsense. And I think he realizes that, you know, they have a really good defense. They have a good team. They have basically demolished every team in their path this season, with the cup, with the exception of a couple off games. Um, they beat all those these winning teams by fourteen points or more, and they continued that against Houston. Houston would would have only had three points if it wasn't for a punt return. So that's how that's, and they didn't get one turnover. Uh, Baltimore. That's how good that team was, and how how dominating it was against Houston. Now, this week against Patrick Mahomes, completely different set of circumstances. And I think this is great that Patrick has to go in there and win there because that's going to be a really tough spot. Yeah, and he relished it. He relished it in Buffalo. He's going to relish this. I mean, I think when you're someone who's done it already and you've done it multiple times and you won games at home, it's like, okay, now here's, here's a challenge. You know, it's like some of these... Some of these YouTube golf videos I watch were like, okay, Rory McIlroy is going to use a seven iron all the way up and down. It's the only club he's allowed to use. He's so good. It's like, ah, you know, this is so easy for me. You know, now I got a different challenge. That's what Patrick Mahomes is saying. Yeah. I've been able to do uh, it. All right, time out. I've been time able out. to do it time out. at home, but this is what he's thinking. Now I'm going to have to do it on the road, and that's going to make my legacy even bigger. You're comparing Rory yes. McIlroy using a seven iron. <laughs> With nobody hitting him, nobody pass rushing him, no fans Hold screaming on. The in his point ear. Is, I mean, this is the ultimate the, challenge for Patrick Mahomes is this particular my, game. My point is when you're so good at something, yes. sometimes when there is a different obstacle in front of you, it brings you to a level that you didn't know that you had. Oh, Patrick Mahomes got a level. That's what I'm saying. It's like Tom Brady going into Arrowhead and beating yeah. the Chiefs. Yeah, it's yeah. like Tom Brady going on the road and winning, and you know where you know whatever tough place that they had to play. But how about remember, you know, Baltimore would come in and they would give New England fits. Oh yeah, I mean the they playoffs. killed them in, in that one. Uh, I don't With know if Ray it was Rice. Guard. Remember Ray Rice oh, that first play, right out of eighty-two yards, right out of the gate. Absolutely, and that was them with around. Joe Flacco. Yeah. That, that's right. And, by the way, John Harbaugh was the coach. Yeah, and Joe Flacco had one of the great seasons that year. He was he had a contract year, ended up winning the Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, everything else, and got that huge contract. I mean, he earned it back in, what was that, 2011? So who is the, who of all the NFL football teams, 32 NFL football teams, which team is the most stable in your eyes? Probably the Baltimore Ravens. And because... Andy Reid is someone I could see not being there in the next two years, uh, whereas John Harbaugh I could see being there for another decade. I'm talking about ownership. Oh yeah, that's office. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've only had two GMs with Steve Bashotti as owner, and they've yeah. had what two coaches, uh, Billick and Harbaugh. Yeah, that's that right? right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and Billick won a Super Bowl. He did. And he, uh, and then after that, I mean, he never got another job.
Well, they went out and got Elvis Gerback. Oh, my God. That's never right. Never really understood year. that whole thing. I mean, not that Elvis is a bad player or anything Elvis like that. Gerbach. I don't know why they would. At, they win the Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer. Yeah. And then they go out and get another quarterback. Yeah, and you know what? That was the first ever hard knocks was that team. The Baltimore Ravens after they won the Super Bowl with Elvis Gerbach as the quarterback. That was the first ever Hard Knocks. I remember watching every single bit of it and being enthralled by it. Tony Saragusa, the whole thing. Uh, but yeah, that was that was bizarre. But anyway, so Brian Dillick never got another never got another head coaching job after that, and he's the one of the long list of coordinators that left the Minnesota Vikings to be win a Super Bowl somewhere else. Tony Dungy, Brian Billick, Mike Tomlin. <laughs> it's just and by, amazing. Just by the way, you know, Ted Marchabroda was the first raving coach when they moved to Baltimore. But Steve Bashotti wasn't the owner. It was still Art Modell. I'm talking under Steve Bashotti, I believe only two coaches and only two GMs. Yeah. Okay, who are you talking to here? Al was in my ear. Oh, okay. Because he probably got something on Twitter or some. I Googled it. Oh, you did? All right. I was a little confused by that. I was talking about something else. And I know, but I was just—I just wanted to straighten that out because I was talking about stability in the league. I always talk about that. Yeah, and it's something that the Giant—the Giants had an under Coughlin. Mm-hmm. They had them for a while under Coughlin. The Jets are still—I mean, I know they're trying with this group, and they're—they're they're trying to give Joe Douglas more leash and, and a more another opportunity with Aaron Rodgers, who I guess took his offensive lineman to Vegas. Yeah, and that's where he got his hole in one. Man, he, he does a lot of stuff off the field. It's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing how much stuff he does off the field that gets covered. Yeah. I mean, well, this will, I, I don't know. It's, it's a, a nice thing. gesture. It's a bad thing. It's a, it's a nice thing. gesture. As much as we've been on him, I mean, I can't. It's, you know, this is the stuff he can do because he couldn't play. So he could have, you know, he could have gone in another hole and buried himself alive again like he did last God, I, offseason. I, I hope somehow, some way. That he can get this team to like twelve and five next year, man. I if we go through a losing season I, I with mean, the Jets again, I mean, I, but that's uh, what I'm I, expecting. Yeah, that's what I'm preparing myself for. Uh, and we said that we couldn't do it this year, and we did. So I mean, you know I, how the NFL kind of sets up the schedule with like thinking, okay, what are the best games? You know, who are the best? You know, what are the, what are the best stories? And you know how Aaron was a really good story, and the Jets had all these primetime games. Yeah. They're going to do that again? Uh, they'll get a bunch of primetime games. I don't think it'll be the full compliment that Opening you get. Opening weekend? Uh, potentially. I mean, that's the only time he's probably going to be healthy, right? So you might as well just <laughs> put him on national TV. Uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm fully prepared for more disaster during the football season. I, I, I can't go into these seasons with hope anymore for any one of these teams. Really? I just expect, because here's the thing. I'm going to lower the expectations. And then when they both suck again, I'll be prepared for it as opposed to that feeling that we had when we walked in here after Aaron Rodgers got hurt. All right, so you got eight home games this year with the Jets. Of course, you play your your three within your division. Then you got C.J. Stroud coming to town. Yeah, you got Anthony Richardson and the Colts coming to town. You got Sean Payton and the Broncos coming to town. You got Matthew Stafford and the Rams coming to town. And then you got whoever the uh, Seahawks are going to be hiring as a new coach coming to town. Okay. That's their home games. All right. And then their away games, they have to go to the Jaguars, the Titans, the Vikings. Yeah. Want to go to that game? No. No. Uh, then they got to go to the 49ers, and they got to go to the, to the uh, Arizona Cardinals and the Steelers. 
All right. Those are your 2024 opponents. We'll see how it all lays out. They're not going to London or anything next year, are they? Yeah, I don't know how that works out. I don't mm-hmm. know when that gets decided. I know. That, I think a couple of the international teams have been announced. Yeah, the Vikings are one of them. That's why it made me Where think Where are they about going? It. They're going to Berlin, Frankfurt. What are they I think going? they're going to London. They're going to London. Jaguars still going to London twice? Probably. You know, I was asked by Major League Baseball if I wanted to go to London to see uh, Mets and Phillies or whatever it is. Yeah, I was asked that too. I was like, hey. No. I'm oh, sorry. No, thanks. I, mean, I don't even go to Queens to watch Mets. London to watch it. <laughs> Kidding me? That was the Jets schedule you were given? Yeah, 2024. Not schedule, but opponents. The opponents. That uh, Viking game. Uh, Zach Wilson revenge spot. Oh! Yes. yes, exactly. No way, man. Either that or the Michael Penix. Well, I take that. Yeah, no, Zach Wilson. Uh, <laughs> no. No, no, no. That will not happen. It's not going to happen. Zach Wilson's going to be rehabilitated by Kevin O'Connell. You watch. I mean, you really think this is... where? Did, who I mean, there's you? only 30 other teams. No, I know, but... Th- th- <sighs> See, I don't know if this is one of these things that you actually heard from a legitimate source or you're just doing that to torture me, and I can't figure it out, and you won't tell me the truth on or off the air because you like seeing me stewing it. So I then I worry about it because there, it's not like I can Google it and then somebody's it's going to pop up. I mean, this is somebody probably in the league. Vikings got to get younger. You see all those teams in your division are all getting young. Bringing Zach Wilson in right now, rehabilitation time. Rehabilitation yeah. time. Younger. God. Got a, got a cannon for an arm. Yeah, I'd rather rehabilitate Johnny Manziel than <laughs> Zach Wilson. <laughs> I mean, come on! Anybody but him. But maybe Kirk Cousins stays there. Although, oh, although uh-oh. you know, the rumors are out there if yes. the 49ers don't win the Super Bowl. Yep. That Brock Purdy would be out. And they're going to bring in Kirk Cousins. And Kirk huh? Cousins would be teamed up with Kyle Shanahan. Oh, how about go, that? Go all the way back to their days how about together that? in Washington. How about that? How about that? Off in Achilles. I mean, if you're Brock Purdy, like, what the hell? What else do I got to do, man? Like, honestly, I got to well, win the Super you, Bowl? Did you hear what Kyle Shanahan said about this last game? He said, uh, yeah, Brock missed some throws. Missed too many throws. Well, he did. I know, but he just said that. He's, he comes right out and said, yeah, yeah, Brock missed too many throws. Yeah, and apparently they were going hard after Tom Brady this offseason, too. The 49ers. Trying to get him there. Get him here makes a ton of fence. And Brady didn't want to do it. It's amazing that that if you're going to do if you're going to play for any team, it would have been them. That, that would have been the team. And he really was committed to not playing. Retirement and getting ready to go into the booth, I guess. Yeah, which is going to happen. Is that going to happen next year? Uh, I I don't know if he can put it up. I'm I'm assuming that Tom Brady right now, as we speak, is is practicing on the telestrator. <laughs> as we speak, right? That's that's how you know. That's the that's the attention to detail that he has. I mean, I doubt it. Either that or he's on the beach right now. He was on the beach. He was on the beach on Sunday or a golf course. He was on the beach on Sunday, shirtless, walking around. So that's where he is. I don't think he's working on a telestrator right now. When when he locks in, he'll lock in. And figure it out, and he'll be oh, good. I'm at sure it. he's practicing. I'm sure he's. I would not be surprised during these games that are going on right now if he were somewhere in a studio working on these things and comments and telestrating and things like that. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, that's the, he's got to pour his passion and work ethic into something. Yeah, so. I mean that that's the dedication that he has. You know, it's interesting that with what Peyton and Eli have decided to do with their lives. You know, they they decided that, you know what, we're going to stay in TV. We're going to do all this stuff. We're going to have Omaha Productions. 
want to create all this content. And it's a lot it's a lot easier to do that than it is to sit there and try to run a football team. I can tell you that. <laughs> that is true. That's why Dan Marino decided not to do it. Although he does hang around with the Dolphins as an ambassador. Well, he's still he's well, he's a, a personal, uh, I, I guess, advisor to Stephen Ross. Yeah, which is a nice little spot to be. Nice spot. Yeah, you know, walks around spot, that yeah. facility. Uncle Dan, they call him, pops in and out. You know, <laughs> that's a great spot. Uncle if they Dan. lose, not your fault. If they win, your presence helped. You know, right? You You're a legend, and, and you walk around with that yellow jacket on every on ah, every time they see you. Perfect. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, yeah. Memories of the AFC Championship game a couple of years ago with this Walker Hayes. Oh, my God. Blasting the music. Drew Kulisky is basically Those speakers behind us. Okay. Well, last year you were fine, right? You were fine. Yeah, because we learned our lesson. Yeah. This was two years ago? Two years ago, yeah. Wow. Right? It was about last year. No, it was definitely two years ago. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Sure Got that Bourbon Street steak with the Oreo <laughs> shake and some whipped cream. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that was... That was last year. Two straws, one shackle, I got you. Bougie like Natty. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, it was two years ago. You were at the Kansas City radio station. You were stealing food from... <laughs> that was last year, wasn't it? That was, la- oh, that was last year. Two years ago was this. Last year was the stealing of the food. Uh, which I thought it was for free. I don't, I don't, CBS I don't Sports Network, we were able to get the surveillance footage of yes, that. <laughs> exactly. Ah! Which was absolutely awesome. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, there, here it, it, is. it is. Look at that. Good job. Good job, CBS. I was, taking, I was taking photos, saying, "Hey guys, look at all the free stuff they have here." <laughs> you didn't, and you didn't take a photo of the uh, the payment machine. Right I, had, to the I, left. I had no idea that that pay, that was a payment. I thought that was you know the what ATM? I thought that was. I thought it was an ATM. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. like New York; they just let you steal, and nothing happens. Yeah, <laughs> a little smash and grab spot. A little smash and grab spot is right. Yeah, and you just uh, that's right. I remember yeah, you sent I, those me guys this. missed me because they wanted me to be on their show. I had to, you know, that's the problem when you go to another radio station. Uh, then you're you're asked to be a guest on all the different shows there, which is fine, I guess. I've got one of the now that we're on this, and not a ton of stuff happened last night. 
uh, I, I'm a guest on something that I can't figure out what it is tonight, but I was asked to do it. You're a guest? For, to be a, you know, like a company guy. But are you familiar with the musician rapper Lil Dicky? No, I am not. <laughs> Al, you've heard of Lil Dicky? Yeah, I've seen him like on Barstool stuff years ago. So, well, the, the way you talk about your nibbling. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Maybe that's why they want me on. A couple Lil Dickies at the same time. <laughs> so so Lil yeah. Dicky is doing some sort of internet radio show for... Mountain Dew and the it, companies involved. It's Lil Dicky. Lil Dicky. L I L. Yeah. Yeah. Not Little Dicky. So I I'm zooming in at seven o'clock tonight to talk on his show. Yes, that I think is just existing for a day. Like I don't think he's doing this a lot. I just think he's putting together one sponsored show. What are you, Lil Geo? Yeah. I mean, I'm so I I don't know what we're going to talk about, but we're going to talk. So, and what's great about the the Zoom stuff is there is no place in my house that is safe from barking, screaming, complaining. So, I, I don't know what how it's going to work because this is what I tell everybody with the Zooms. I'm like, I can't go anywhere. I don't, no matter who I t- I can't. It's like that. Remember back in COVID, that that guy was on like BBC or something, and a little baby broke in. <laughs> And put that push, and then the nanny came in and grabbed the baby, and yeah. things were falling apart. That's that's basically that's basically what happens. Is this him? <clears throat> yeah, that's him. Yeah, little Dicky, little Dicky, D I C K Y. Yep. Now, does he have a famous song? I feel like he's got a famous song. He's a comedic rapper. Is he? I thought he had like a faint, like a really, or was part of a really famous song. They all have. Uh... Explicit language, it says. Okay. Yeah. Well, little Dicky. There goes that. <laughs> so I'll tell you how it goes. Comedic <laughs> rapper Lil Dicky getting his own FX show. Ooh. All right. Maybe we'll talk about that. Maybe you'll end up on FX. This was back in 2019. Oh, yeah. Perhaps not. <clears throat> canceled by now. I mean, did it ever happen? His real right. name is David Bird. B-U-R- David Bird. B U R D. All right. So there you go. I'll let you know how it goes. Five o'clock. He's from Philly. Oh, is he? Yes. All right, little Dick. Talk to him about Embiid tonight. It's perfect. Perfect stuff. Yeah. I love Dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wasn't aware. Good for you. <laughs> Super Dicks. <laughs> no, I just was reminded to the last sports oh. Zoom I was on was I, I got ambushed. I remember telling you th- this story. So I went on, I was doing reads for a fight that was coming up, and I was told that I had to go on a Zoom talk to the client about the fight. And I was like, okay, no problem. So like, I wake up from a nap. I'm just on my phone, like my hair's everywhere, and just figure out, talk to these people about the reads, do good reads, whatever. They pop on one of the fighters, <laughs> unbeknownst to me, and go, all right, we're recording. Geo, take it away whenever you want to start the interview. And I went, what? <laughs> no idea who this guy is. What am I supposed to ask him? The whole point of this is I was going to figure out who these guys were. And then I'm like, I'm just asking Jared. Start, start sweating. Yeah. And Iso's got a picture of me from the Zoom where I'm uh, my face is like pure white. And I'm just like, uh-huh. So I faked. I faked the whole thing. I faked like I knew what I was what, doing. Right, what's like a random generic boxing question? I, I said, I, I barely remember because it was just like a, a blacked out. But I just, you know, 
something about motivation. Where do you get your motivation from in the ring? You know, when things aren't going right, where do you where do you pull from? That's a good question. You know, something like that. I barely remember that. I mean, the audio is probably Izzo probably has the audio. It's probably hilarious. Of me just go. Ah, <laughs> Did you know who the fighter was no, that they gave you? Not I, even the I fighter. Huh? I knew nothing. Wow. And then they just they just go, okay, here we go. <laughs> We're recording now. Let's go to Jonathan in Brooklyn. Jonathan, what's happening? Hey, Boomer Geo. Uh, I don't know if you guys might remember me, but I'm the uh, bootleg uh, Chinese ladybug guy. And I wanted to call to give you guys some extra information on Little Dicky. All right, yes, All right, please. We like it, yeah. So uh, he actually is very big. He blew up on YouTube in 2015 with a song, Save That Money, uh, with Fetty Wap. Okay. He came out with an album called Professional Rappers, got Snoop Dogg on it, it's got a lot of big names on it. And uh, so, yeah, he's been, he's been, he's been around in, in the raps game for a little while now. He's actually pretty legit, pretty good. Yeah, no, I, I knew he was legit. I mean, I just, I guess him doing a sports show was different to me. And why well, he. He's also, sorry, he's also <laughs> obsessed with basketball. So he's Oh, okay. All right, that's guy. good. All right, so I know I got to get my NBA ready for tonight. So yeah, that's, that's uh, yeah, all right. Yeah. That's, hey, there you go, Jonathan. I, I appreciate the heads up there. So there you go. It makes a little bit more sense yeah. now, I guess. One more. Mike in Bloomfield. Mike, what's happening? Mike. Mike. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, all right, man? man? What's happening? Not much. Listen, Gio, I think you would love the show. The show, his show, Dave, yeah. fantastic. It's hilarious. Uh, addresses a lot of, it has some serious tones to it. Addresses a lot of societal things as well. But It's named Dave guy, is the name uh, of the show? A, it's called Dave. And it's on FX? Yeah. All right, nice. Maybe I should watch a couple episodes before Hence I go David on. Bird. Oh, okay. All right, very good. I'll, I'll check it out, Mike. I mean, I, I don't know. I, you know, where I was did, planning on mailing world? this thing in. I just where, <laughs> planning on doing. Where, where did this come from? Spike. Oh, Spike, yeah. <laughs> a, a Philadelphia guy. Yeah, Spike doesn't really tell you what to do anymore. Tell him to go screw. You're out of here. Well, I basically I said, you know, he goes, "Do you want to do this?" I said, "No." <laughs> I said, but, I said, but if it's something that helps out, I'll do it. You know, one of those things. Who's it helping out? I, I believe him and Odyssey and other Odyssey people. The company. Lil Dicky. And Lil Dicky. Unless Al wants to do it. Would you rather step in for me, Al? No, it sounds like you guys are going to talk uh, basketball tonight. Sounds <laughs> yeah. great. So this is like one of Spice guys from Philly. That's what it sounds like to me. Maybe. Uh, Spike maybe. using his connections to you. It would be great if we threw Al out there to talk NBA with <laughs> Lil Dicky. Couldn't name two Minnesota Timberwolves without Boomer mouthing them to him. <laughs> <laughs> in the history of the organization. Yeah. Oh, man. I like the line. I was just planning on mailing it in. <laughs> now I got to watch a show, Dave, and figure out about the NBA. Yeah, I think I remember that. I think I know the show, Dave. I actually think I've seen it. Really? Yeah, a couple times, yes. And there's too many famous people these days. You notice that? Everybody's famous from YouTube and everything. You can't keep up with all the content. There's so many freaking famous people. See, you go from Fat Perez to Lil Dick. <laughs> I mean, think about this. Dickies. Yeah, I know. I was watching a Fat Perez video last night, actually, right before I went to bed. A little 1v1 match. It was great. He's awesome. Got to get him on at some point. Yeah, I was watching Yankeeography on Casey Stengel. Oh, get out. Really? No, you weren't. Were you really? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was. <laughs> wow. That's a... I don't know why. <laughs> it's January. And it man. actually locked me in. I was. You were in. It was pretty good, yeah. 
They do a nice things. Job. Yeah, they do a nice job with those shows. Uh, all right, Jerry, what's going on? D-I-C-K. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> okay, we're brought to you by Jackpocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. Uh, Saturday night, Niners beat the Packers. We know this by now. Uh, with just over six minutes to go in the fourth quarter, Anders Carlson missed a field goal. Would have put the Packers up by a full touchdown. He missed. Uh, and moments after that on Fox, you had Tom Rinaldi say, now this, this, the seven seconds is everywhere on social media where Rinaldi is talking about, um, Matt LaFleur. When we talked to the head coach, Matt LaFleur, about this, he basically said, when he goes out there, I just pray, guys, right? Meaning the field goal kicker when he goes out there to kick. So, yeah, by the way, all four teams that lost on divisional weekend missed field goals. And the interesting thing about Baltimore and Kansas City, they have two of the most money field goal kickers in the history of the league with Harrison Butker for Kansas City and Justin Tucker for Baltimore. So here was LaFleur yesterday. Uh, hey, Tom Rinaldi, what the hell, man? That was extremely disappointing uh, that that's how that message got uh, portrayed. Um, you know, I've been doing this for been a part of production meetings for ever since I became a coordinator. And I've never had a, an experience like that. And so he would then go oh, by on. The way, and, by the way, Matt LaFleur, I've, I've interviewed him before. He's always straight with you. He very rarely ever rips into any of his players. And maybe he did say that in jest. That's, yes. That's pretty and much Tom what he's Rinaldi, saying. And Tom Rinaldi took it and won with it like it's a real thing. And so now the damage control. It is what it is. I talked to Honors about it. And you know, I think anytime something's out of your control, you, you know, kind of saying it in jest. And exactly what you oh, were just saying. Oh, there you go. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, unfortunately, that became a little bit of a thing, and um, there we are. Uh, Chiefs beat the Bills. Of course, we know this. Uh, we played yesterday. Kevin Harlan, we played the Bills radio and the Chiefs radio of the missed field goal at the end. This is also all over the place. The Korean broadcast of Wide Right. I guess Matt. Lachlan and Chico Rush on the Devil's Radio Network. <laughs> you know, I didn't even know that they had Korean radio at these games. I know the Super Bowl has all these international I broadcasts. I didn't know that they do. Wow. <laughs> what just like this Matt Lachlan and Chico Rush. sounded just like the Devil's Goal Call. Uh, were they there? Did they send them to Buffalo? I don't know. Or they want you to feed I somewhere. No idea. Soul. Let's see. Now it's dumped ahead. Picked off by Hughes. Across come the Devils. Hughes for Toffoli. He scores! That's pretty good. Uh, after the Chiefs won the uh, the locker room message for one Patrick Mahomes to his club. Hey, they asked for it. Yeah. And they got what they asked for. Hey, 
but he said it. This ain't done. No. We come back next week, ready to go. And turn it up a notch. Chiefs on three, one, two, three. Turn it up a notch. I like it. Yeah, Chiefs and Ravens, of course, this weekend in the AFC title game. Uh, It looks like the Titans are hiring Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan as their next head coach, and the Panthers to name former linebacker Dan Morgan. They'll promote him from assistant GM to a full-time GM. Uh, Quickly, NBA, a big night in Philly. Joel drives it down the lane, left-hand layup, it's up and good. 70 points for a B. Yeah, he was pretty well, impressive. You a little you're going to be talking about. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Although thinking. I'm reading the email now, and it says, like, I need to have a studio mic to do this, and I do not have a studio mic at home. Just stay here for the day. <laughs> 7 p.m. <laughs> for the little Dickie interview. Just hang out. Go get some lunch. You can go out and go on with uh, Keith McPherson. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was going to say Evan and Tiki, but yes, you could yeah. stick around for that, too. <sighs> Uh, here was Embiid after the game. The, he scores 70. Sixers beat the Spurs 133-123. He was told by NBC Sports Philly that he joins Michael Jordan as the only two players to go 65, 15, and 5 assists. Wolf ever did this? <laughs> no, sir. Just, just you, you and just MJ. You How and crazy Jordan. is I that? I don't believe that. I know, you know, some of those, you know, Will Rikers, uh, you know, we, you know, we still got to see. But I'm sure Will, he's done it. Uh, at some point. Yeah, well, he had 100 points, 25 rebounds, and two assists, but not five. Uh, so that was NBC Sports Philly. Another big night individually. Carl Anthony Towns had 62, but the T-Wolves lost to the Hornets, 128-125. Celtics beat the Mavericks, 119-110, 39 for Jason Tatum. Suns over the Bulls, a late basket from Kevin Durant, 115-113, the final there. Nets Knicks tonight in Brooklyn. I was looking at the uh, the schedule and the records. December 13th, after the Nets beat Phoenix, they were 13-10. and 10. Knicks that night lost in Utah. They were 13 and 10, and boy, have they gone in completely different yes. directions since then. The Knicks now 26 and 17. I'll tell you what, the take a look at the next schedule here. It's this game. A lot of home then, games, and right? And then the Heat, and then Denver, and then Charlotte, I think, and then Orlando. <clears throat> I mean, they're in the midst of a great run right now. Got to continue. And, and the Devils take care of the slop in the league. <laughs> yep. Beat the Golden Knights in overtime. Six to five. We kind of played the Tyler Toffoli <laughs> game winner. Uh, gave him the hat trick. Curtis Lazar scored twice, including the game tying goal in the third. And the Golden Knights take on the Islanders tonight. The Rangers in San Jose tonight. And you had Hofstra beat Stony Brook by 16 or so last night. All right. Thank you, Jerry. It is Boomer and Geo coming to you live by for the six, Bills. 80 to 74. Tough studio. Not 16, six. Six. Sorry. Six. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, Boomer and Geo on the fan in CBS Sports Network. So as mentioned, I'm doing this uh, interview with Little Dicky via Zoom tonight for some internet radio show that he's doing. Very popular, Little Dicky. So I'm excited to uh, be a guest on his program. And I remember the last time that I was asked to do uh, a sports Zoom, I thought I was going on a call to 
go over reads that I was doing for a particular fight that was coming up. And it was sort of like, hey, you know, this is this is the client. We get asked to do stuff like this occasionally. This is the client. They're going to tell you about this. They're going to tell you about that. Give you a better perspective on how to do the reads. Fine. So I wake up from a nap and I get on this Zoom. And then all of a sudden they're like, okay, we're recording. And then they, they pop one of the fighters up from this fight. And then just they assume I'm just going to interview them. So I, I was like, I, uh, okay. So uh, Izzo... Uh, found the audio of this and and gave it to Al. So I haven't listened to this in a long time, but let's uh, let's play it. See how it sounds. All right. So we have we have this uh, being recorded. Um, so Gio, I, I'll kick it to you to, to start this up. Um, We're ready. Cool. I'm ready. You want Anthony? You want me to kick it off? I'm not, I'm not yeah, sure. No, I, uh, yeah. No. I'm waiting for you guys here, um, and we'll okay. get to Gio for for questions. Just uh, ask away, I guess. Yeah, no, absolutely. Listen, I'm I'm excited for this. I know the guys have had uh, ups and downs here for sure, uh, getting this thing happening. So, um, I guess uh, you know, from your perspective, George, what's uh, you know what's it like to finally be a couple days away here from uh, having this thing finally happen? When you know, there's been uh, there's been so many obstacles. I mean, listen, from from a fight fan perspective, it's been frustrating. I can't imagine being one of the fighters and actually having to go through this and the preparation and everything else. So, so what 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 are your emotions been like? <laughs> All right, I mean, what's funny is you could you could tell that you're not prepared because you keep saying ah. Uh. Uh. Yes, uh, uh, yes. And I'm like laughing. I was like, "You want me to kick this off?" <laughs> and the guy's looking at it, the boxers all jacked. He's slamming waters <laughs> like he looks like he's ready to go fight somebody. <laughs> and you thought this was what? I thought I was talking to the client about the reads that I was going to do. Like, oh, hey, okay. you're, you're endorsing these reads for this this fight that's coming up. You're going to talk to the client about it. I thought he was going to give me background on the fight because these are two fighters I never heard of. You know, George Kalafaktis, something his name was. And I was like, I don't know who this was. I thought I was getting, like, some background on it. And then all of a sudden, the dude pops up on the screen. And they go, all right, Gio, you can kick it off. Ask away. And I was like, you want, so you want me to kick this off? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? I had no idea what was going on. Uh, it's pretty funny, actually. Yeah, yeah. And, and by I, the way, I was just watching a uh, Little Dicky video on a video on uh, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a great, it's it's a cartoon that he put together, and it's about Mother Earth. Yeah, yeah. And, he's, and everything's good. Everything's great. I'm a zebra. I'm an elephant with junk in the trunk, this, that, and the other thing. This is cannabis. This is Kanye. <laughs> yeah. And these are, this is all, like, uh, it's like a cartoon. It's great. And then there's a clam. He goes, I'm an effing clam. <laughs> you know, I was going to send it to Winnie because I thought it was going to be pretty cute, you know? No, I no. can't send it to, to Winnie now. No, no, no. Well, unless you want to just, you know, give her a taste of the real world at a young age, you know? Exactly. I'm an effing clam. <laughs> <laughs> a clam is a weird thing to be, you know? You would think so, yes. I'm sure there are other really weird things to be. Yeah. Do clams have brains? That's a good question. <laughs> they seem to know what they're doing and where they are. D- do they? Nice clams. There you go. All right, now I need to know this. Oysters. <clears throat> do clams have brains? Shrimp. Clams have. I'm going to say n- no. They have like a central nervous system. It says uh, yes. Clams have a part of the body you could call a brain that controls all the clam body functions. 
Clams are classified as invertebrate mollusks with two shells. <clears throat> what about a heart? Eat clams. So here's another one, though. It says animals that don't have a brain, clams. So I, I, nice clams. Clams can open and close their shells. The clam manages to function thanks to its nervous system. Clam foot? They're popular in the fishing world as clams are easy to catch and live all over the world. Best clams in town. Clams have kidneys, a stomach, a mouth, a nervous system, and a beating heart. And the monkey was just eating clams. <laughs> and when you eat a raw clam, you're eating all that. You are, yeah. Yes. That's what you're doing. Yes. Chlamydia. <laughs> I don't think you're eating chlamydia. Uh, but wow. <clears throat> but you're obviously... Joey clams. The raw clam, well, the raw clam, like, pulled right out of the bay or something. Yes. You'd eat all that. But, like, sure. I guess we get it at a restaurant by then. It's not, you know, oh, they, doesn't they have a beating heart. They, so yeah. At that point. Exactly. Now I'm feeling bad about eating these clams. Why is that? Well, I don't know. It's, I didn't know it had all that. <clears throat> you know a clam had a kidney? I, is that yeah, something you learned today? Uh, yeah, I guess I kind of learned it today. I never really thought about it. I used to dig clams when I was Yeah, you probably clams. weren't thinking about men. Let me no, moist clams. <laughs> what I was thinking about was cash. Sure, That's exactly. What I was about. Cash, cash, give me cash. Clam stomach. It's got to be very, very tiny. Has to be. And a mouth? Did you know a clam had a mouth? There's no way you knew a clam had a mouth. Uh, you know, I, they have to eat somehow. <laughs> Do they? I mean, they absorb. I, don't, I have no idea. The more I think about this, the more my brain, I can't, I can't handle things. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like when you start delving deep into like living things and how they got here and earth and all that stuff, I just, uh, my mind is completely blown in and I slam start, up. I start to freak out. So I'm not going to do this anymore. Yeah, stop reading. I'm just going to stop. I'm, you know what? That's exactly, I'm just going to shut myself out to the outside <laughs> world and just live in complete ignorance, like Jerry and Sal. You know what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what you can do is just keep playing golf. Yeah, that, there you go. Bingo. That sounds good to me. And watch uh, your videos. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.